everybody. Welcome to episode 39 of Let's Unpack That. I'm Cheval. This is my uh, co-host and best friend, other host of the show, Cal. He, uh, on my screen, he's this way. I'll point this way for his screen, whatever <laughs> other direction. That, yeah, that's that's him. This is me. If you're not if you're not watching the video, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a media uh, analysis uh, podcast where we, you know, we're critical media analysis podcast. Where we mostly talk about Berserk because that's the series we're reading right now. And just kind of whatever else comes to our mind. So thank you for coming back for episode 39. Um, a lot of stuff has happened since the last time. Honestly, I'm going to just make up a joke for why the last episode didn't come out like last week, I think. We had a real reason, but um, it was really hot. That's what I'm going to say. It was really fucking hot. It was hot. very hot. <laughs> Texas is miserable right now, as is like everywhere else, apparently. Dude, but it's like... It's like right. August heat, but it's June. It's insane. It's uh, every time we check the news, stu- the the weather stuff, it's like excessive heat, and <laughs> it's like feels like 116. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not going outside. That sounds yeah disgusting. Um, God, I'll get my yeah. little like update in my on my like taskbar, and it'll be like extreme heat, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. You're right. You're so right. <laughs> Global warming's fake, though. Um, and it's not, not real. That's the no. natural progression. We were meant to die in a fiery ball of hell, according yeah. to people who Did don't believe in climate change. Did you see what's happening change. in, like, Ireland right now? No, actually. Um, okay, so, like, Ireland and the UK are experiencing, like, such a heat wave that, like, the coastal waters are fucked up from, like, the temperature, and it's probably going to kill off, like, a lot of, like shellfish and fish and certain grasses that are in those okay. waters so that's fun um but you know water that levels stinks. are the only thing that are being affected yeah it's not like the water is literally boiling now which is yeah. which is killing all of the fish that's terrible well that no. is actually happening in like yeah. uh i think it's the arabian sea like india is experiencing mm. like I want to say it's like 120 and it's like Oof. 100% humidity so you can't really sweat it off or anything. It's fucking stupid over it's there. Probably, right it probably now. feels like it's like 140 degrees outside or something. Like not even an exaggeration. It probably like, feels disgusting. You step outside and die, I feel. Like, yeah. You know? I, no, it, this shit is bad this year. I know last year's summer was tough too, but like yeah. I even took the dog out outside for like 10 minutes today and I was like, drenched in sweat <laughs> we didn't Jeez. do anything we just walked around <laughs> and then i looked down at my shirt like okay cool i should take a shower so yeah it's um it's hot in texas so we would rather stay inside and talk to y'all about nothing um specifically nothing like street fighter and stuff like that which we've also mm-hmm. been playing a ton of um I've also I also love just new fighting game launch cycles because everybody complains. Me, me, I've been sending Cal like yeah the, the the most the worst tweet I can find of the day about Street Fighter. I usually send send God, to him. Yeah, there's there's always something, and every time I'm just like, wow, even worse than the last one. That's yeah. amazing. How did that happen? Did you know that Luke is just like Saul? But did you know that Ken is also just like Saul, and oh. we shouldn't we shouldn't talk about him like that, or else he'll get nerfed like Saul because Arxis also made Street Fighter. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. No, in, in uh, all seriousness, though, the game is the game is fun. It's really good. Yeah. Um, I think it's the best. I see. This, I think I don't. I'm not lying every time I see this. I feel like I said this every time. Like 
a new fighting game has come out. Well, honestly, just Strive, mostly. But, like, I feel like this is a really good game to start fighting games with. I think I've seen a lot of people disagree and be like, nah, bro, this shit is hard. <laughs> like, I've seen people be like, why did y'all lie to me? This shit is hard. Which I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's still a fighting game, so that's, like, the hard part about yeah. it, right? But, I mean, yeah. it's just that learning curve though it gives you so many more resources than even strive does like honestly i don't feel like strive gives you many resources it's just very generous with like its input buffers and stuff but street fighter it's like here's a guide here's a tutorial here's these trials here's this like you know like everything Mm -hmm. you could want to know for like basics and fundamentals for your character it's like here you go and you're like thank you that was really (laughs) nice of you I yeah, no. That. I, I really like the character guides in Street Fighter Six because yeah, like every single character has really a little good. tutorial. Um, which yeah, like there are some characters I wasn't exactly sure how to use them, and then you you read the character guides and it is mm-hmm. like, oh, like that's their whole game plan is yeah. zoning or like this is how like their anti airs work. Like it's it's really cool. It's um, it is cool because I like I think the modern controls thing is actually like one of the first. Type, like beginner friendly like control schemes that's come around in a while that like actually really works really well. Um, yeah, it's not just like the directional input thing. It's like a like vaguely more nuanced than that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I did think it was funny because both Zach and my brother Shavar they got mm-hmm. upset. Well, Shavar got upset. I don't think Zach got upset, but they got confused whenever modern controls didn't do anything about charge inputs. They were like, wait, oh, yeah. so I still have to do the charge? This is stupid. Which is funny because I think they're I think they're around the same age too. But Yeah, I yeah think they like... are. Shavar might be like slightly older. That's funny. So I was just confused. He was yeah. like, So like with the charge inputs, like it takes a second. And I'm like, Yeah, because it's charging. It's a charge yeah. input. And he was like, Oh, so it's still like the same and I was like, Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, they couldn't yeah. just be like, yeah, instant spinning grid kick. That would be fucked up. Nah, <laughs> I, they did that already with, uh, what was it? I think Street Fighter 4 on 3DS. Oh, no. You could just oh. press the button on the bottom screen and, no. like, Guile would just instant sonic boom and instant flash kick and stuff like that. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, people funny. bring it up all the time. But, no, I, I do like the modern controls. I see a lot of people complaining because they get beat by people who use modern controls which i've gotten beat by some of modern controls i didn't get salty mostly because like you can tell somebody using modern controls using their brain or if they really Mm -hmm. think like this is going to carry me um like the kimberly i fought who just kept pressing square over and over (laughs) because i think they thought it would just (laughs) win them the game i don't i don't know but that that control scheme seems really cool because i seem like i've seen a lot of anime people say that like that control scheme makes more sense to them mm-hmm. than like the light medium heavy uh street fighter stuff so yeah, yeah that's pretty it cool it can be weird i think like playing kof prior made it made sense to me more because i was like oh it's like okay there's like one for each thing almost kind yeah. of way in kof it's like yeah, it's about the same. So yeah, it's, it's like slightly less buttons, and it's like yeah, four. It's, I think that's four buttons in Street Fighter Six. Yeah. Yeah, but like it, it works well for me because like now that I have um, a stick list, it just like I just assign them to each one and then remember where the buttons are. And once I get like that muscle memory, I'm good to go. Yeah. But um, other than that, like. I could see how it would be harder on a controller because you're like, okay, I have like four buttons, but then there's also two other buttons that I need for like yeah. heavy moves. Like, you know, I could see that being like 
frustrating. So for like the sake of using a controller, it probably is easier to use modern just because it's more of a four button layout. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, unless you're like used to pressing R1 and R2, like some right. people are, which like, I know a lot of people aren't too, but yeah, no, it's, it's fun. I've been working my way through the world tour mode stuff too. That's been kind of fun. It's, it reminds me of, um, <laughs> well, it's like a beat em up. It's, it is kind of like a beat em up. It's like a, I would, it really like, is. Combine like a beat 'em up with like a old school like basic Pokemon game because you can just mm-hmm. walk up and fight anybody and there's like little quests and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And that's like a tutorial too, which has been cool because yeah. I've learned a couple of things about the system mechanics that I didn't really understand before. So that's been really Same. fun. Yeah. yeah, and that's why it's like weird to me when people complain about it because first of all, it's just it's just a Yakuza game. That's all. Yes. It is. Like. <laughs> It's basically a game and street fighter and people are like oh it's like stupid and i'm like yeah it's yes like a fucking yakuza game i don't know what you did want they see the tra- they should have seen the trailer for i think they showed the trailer for yakuza 8 what's called like yeah. infinite wealth or something they showed a trailer for another yakuza game that they did announce before but what's funny about it is <laughs> like for some reason like uh Kiryu has, like, Spider-Man powers now. Like, he's, like, web-slinging all yeah. over the city. Like, these games are dumb, and that's good. But, like, yeah. that's that's kind of, like... I don't know, that's kind of the vibe that, like, these games give out. And I feel like sometimes right. people are like, why did they do that? It's, like, it's ob- that's what they were aiming for. It's very stupid. A lot of the characters in World Tour mode will make, like, references to other Street Fighter characters or, like... I think, like, I met Ihonda today. He's like, sorry, I know you wanted to meet another Japanese person. Were you somewhere else? So, it, like, <laughs> like, he straight up was like, oh, I, sorry. I know you're probably looking for the guy with the fireballs and the dragon me. punch. Uh, he's, he's, he's a plane ticket, actually. I'm sorry. Um, oh, no, no. <laughs> um, no, and, that, and that's another fun thing. Like, so Street Fighter fans are, like, starved for lore because mm-hmm. all we've really had... Even in Street Fighter V, they had a really bad cutscene-based story mode they added, like, a year after the game came out that I never played. But right. um, we're, like, lore-starved because all we have is, like, arcade endings and then whatever the developers tell us in interviews. So yeah. World Tour is cool because, like, you know, characters text you and they tell you, like, stuff that they like. Um, uh, Chun-Li will, you know, tell you, hey, I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I think my favorite thing in this game is, like, when it has, like, the weight and size or whatever when you're going into Versus. Mm-hmm. Chun-Li's just says, like, secret or something like that. Like, she's... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny. 100% like, muscle. <laughs> yes. You don't need to know. It's just going to hit you like a truck. Exactly. Um, she's so fucking funny. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it's... I feel like sometimes with these games, people, like fall into the trap that they do with anime sometimes, right? Where they're like, oh, like, anime's super serious, and, like, it's, you know, like, oh, it's, like, this deep shit, and, like, there are really <laughs> deep anime. I like a lot of deep anime that are, yeah. like, very good and serious and dark, but then, like, whenever something, like, goofy comes out, I feel like people have, like, tried to steer so hard away from, like, Japan puts out goofy shit, like, Mm -hmm. so much that, like, when something goofy does come out, they're just like, this is stupid, why would they do this, blah, 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 and I'm like, because it's fun, man, because it's stupid and it's fun, like, just enjoy yourself for once, maybe, I don't know, you might have a good time (laughs) if you, like, just pull a stick It doesn't need to take itself super seriously, yeah, Yeah. like, and that's the thing, like, Street Fighter's never really been serious, which is always, yeah. which is make, makes, makes me, f- like, laugh about this. Like, it's always been at least a little goofy. Like, the characters are serious and all that stuff, but, like, 
every game has a mini game where you like beat up a truck like or, or this one you beat up like a ball or you fight fri- you fight refrigerators and shit like yeah. it's 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 mm-hmm. stupid as hell <laughs> i don't know it's just like i don't know you can do like literal like dual mode stuff where you're like trying not to get run over by like stage obstacles and stuff, yeah like bulls you know? run like, through like, the arena yeah. and shit yeah it's really like, funny sometimes it's just about like having fun and to me that's why i liked fighting games because they're so fucking goofy and over the top and it reminds me of like i don't know the parts of wrestling or whatever that i do think are interesting because i don't really care about wrestling that much but sometimes mm-hmm. i'll see a clip and i'm like yeah that's good shit I, that's cool <laughs> that's, that's yeah. funny <laughs> yeah i appreciate that um but like i don't know like it's so weird to me where people's like line is when it comes to like being too silly or whatever. Cause yeah. to me, like, I don't know. Like people love Isekai and stuff. Right. And to yeah. me, I'm just like, that shit's boring. I don't care about that. It's not even that it's too silly. I'm just like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like so many times. It's a very basic, like plot structure. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's like, uh-huh. You know? And yeah. people like it. So it's whatever. But like, people eat that up but then all of a sudden it's like oh you like i don't know you go on this really stupid quest to get luke like a souvenir or whatever yeah That's yeah stupid. and i'm like <laughs> why because he's fucking stupid too like you know yeah, he's dumb. like he <laughs> i don't know like I feel like story mode does also give you just, like, such a fun look at the characters in a way that you don't normally get to look at them as, because it's, like, in their setting, and you're interacting with them, and that makes it kind of special in that way. But the amount of people I've seen who are like, oh, I won't play World Tour, I'm like, why? Why not? Like, maybe you'd actually learn how to use Drive Rush if you fucking played World Tour. (laughs) I did. I didn't know how to use it. It was hard. I couldn't figure it out, and then I did it in like a tutorial thing with dj or something i can't remember and i was like mm-hmm. oh of course it was with oh. dj yeah i know like i was like two frame drive yeah. rush <laughs> i was like i don't want this get that shit away from me <laughs> um but like but yeah i don't know it's just it's fun you get stupid texts chun li sends you stickers of herself <laughs> yuri nags you yeah um i haven't um, gotten her yet but <laughs> Marissa just tells you how much she likes to fight naked, and um, that she likes to, the, the, her pet lion. Yeah, that's what she talks about like half the time. I, I um, can respect yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But you also get like cool lore dump stuff where it's like, oh, Marissa's like a jeweler as a hobby, but she's like really fucking good yes. at it, and it's like, oh, that's fucking cool. I like. Yeah, it's like a plot things. point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like. You're like, oh, here's Marissa. She's like this fucking like gladiator, and she's like, actually, like I make delicate jewelry. And you're like, damn, all right, that's that's cool. pretty sick. Yeah, Good no, for I, you, yeah. Oh, I I found out why Ken is dressed like that. Um, he runs like a construction company now, which I didn't know that oh. until I met him. And you have to go on the construction site and meet him. And he, gotcha. he, um, <laughs> it's so funny because like. I, I get it, like, the, the meme meta has taken over. People are like, he lost all his money in crypto or whatever. But, like, his whole storyline about, like, how his he got all his shit, like, basically robbed from him to go fund terror. Like, his stuff got, his money got taken to fund 
direct yeah. terrorism. And I think Luke had to take care of his kid. I think that's what Luke told me. Yeah, something um, like that. Something else happened. I'm trying to remember. I think Luke, because Luke has a scar in this game that he didn't have in the last one. And I think Ken also gave that to him. But I need to read the comic to see why that happened. But yeah. Yeah. I started the comic. I didn't quite finish it. I need to. But I don't know. I feel like they really, like... You made a tweet the other day about how they really listen to fans on a lot of shit for this, and I do feel like this is really, like, a game for fans, but that also makes it, like, really good if you're getting into it for the first time, because it's not just, like, throwing you into something expecting you to know it all already. Yeah. Because it gives you a basis, but then it also, like, expands on it enough for you to, like, give a shit. Because yeah. that, that's what happens a lot to me when I start fighting games. It's like, I know there's, like, a story with this. I know, like, shit is happening. But, like, I don't really give a shit about yeah. <laughs> this. Like, in Melty or even KOF sometimes, I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't know the story. So I'm just going to play whoever. But then, like, as I start playing arcade mode and seeing more, um, like, in KOF's case, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I would kind of like to know more about that. And in Melty, I'm like, I never want to know anything, <laughs> anything about, about this. How do I mod ever the story again. mode out, out of yeah. this game, actually? <laughs> How do I only do the arcade mode fights and nothing else? <laughs> no. You can't. Um, no, and but, and that's yeah. no. You're right about the entry point thing because like even if you are a lore person or whatever, I feel like this is a great representation of all the characters because they all like because. I don't know, it's kind of funny because you see people being like, Aren't, isn't everybody like 51 or 60? It's like, well, no, because it's a sliding meta. So, like, they, they're they around a certain age. Like, yeah, yeah. Ryu's like in his 40s-ish now or something yeah, like that. it's like 40 to 60 yeah. range, I feel like. And, like, like yeah. if you know, you know. If you don't, it's like, whatever. whatever. Yeah, and they're not, like, super hard about that stuff, so it's not like, you know, oh, if you didn't play the last 18 fucking Street Fighter games, you're not left out of the loop. They kind of, like, explain who everybody is. You know, Cammy's a secret yeah. agent now, and she used to be controlled by Shadow Wu, and, you know, yeah, um, his dad like is a... T-Hawk. It's yeah. not like a um, Mortal Kombat situation where you kind of have to know some things, like going yes. into the story mode. Like, if you're just playing the game to play the game, you can totally do that, but, like, it's not one of those things where it's going to plunk you in the middle of a story, yeah. and you're like, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, which is I which see. is great. I, I feel like that's why I like World Tour, because it's not, like, super serious. Like, I, and yeah. they never pitched it as that either, which is what I like. Like, I remember when they first revealed it, they were like, you get to make your own moves. It's actually... They actually took something from one of my favorite Street Fighter games. There's a, I think Guile Winquote on YouTube just made a video about this. I haven't watched it yet, which is funny, but um, one of my favorite Street Fighter games, EX3, used to have a mode just like this, where you'd make your own character and give them That's everybody's fun. moves. You pick a move set, you add specials on top of it. So it's cool because they they've like kind of reached back and taken stuff mm-hmm. from old games. Same thing with the parry. The parry was really popular in some of the alpha games and Street Fighter Third Strike um, specifically. So like, it's cool that they've like. Like they like you know like you said you know they listen to the fans they know what people like about Street Fighter and why they want to play right. it. Like yeah. I was even I was playing with uh, Shavar yesterday or a couple days ago, locally, and <laughs> we had the commentators on. Which commentators on is actually honestly really fun. Uh, we had Tasty Steve on and James Chen, and oh, that's fun. yeah, and it's funny because even the commentators like egg you on to like be aggressive. Like if you start like zoning too much like as in like both players are like across the stage from each other and nothing's happening they'll be like what are they doing are they gonna like are they gonna fight each other like what's happening like are they because like we'll be like doing like projectile shit or something or like mm-hmm. you know foot actually having footsies or whatever the hell but you know it's it's cool because like the game is all about fun is what it seems like like right. there's nothing that's like you need to accomplish this goal to get to this point or whatever and world mm-hmm. tour isn't like a 
like a like isn't like a, you know hard and i don't think world tour is hard i feel like it's just level based like if you mm-hmm. you fight somebody five levels bigger than you you're probably gonna get your ass kicked unless you you know yeah. play it like you're a fucking evo <laughs> tournament champion or something but yeah no it's it, it's fun i i feel like i was playing a lot of games like just straight through for like you know goal to goal and i feel like i got this game and i was like oh cool i can sort of do that but it's not like you know, I have to finish the game to get right. this or anything like that. It's just like, okay, cool. I can unlock some costumes and shit and, you know, go see what Chun Li's up to and have Cammy text me cat pics and shit. You know, it, it, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a cool game. If you, if you're remotely interested in fighting games, I think it's a good pickup. I just yeah, also, agree. I'm very now, nowadays, I don't want to recommend a fighting game to most people. Cause I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want you to be disappointed <laughs> because of the effort yeah. it takes. <laughs> I don't want I, you to be like, what is a fucking sure you, what is this forward down, down forward? What is that? <laughs> what is mm-hmm. this shit? <laughs> I was talking with, uh, Jax the other day. Um, one of my friends, she yeah. knows who Jax is, but, um, she was saying how, like, she like, like, fighting games in a way like she likes watching and she you know likes watching Roy and wants to know more about them like for him because it's something he's really interested in but she's like I don't like that it's not something you can't just like pick up like you have to be consistent with it even if it is like an easy game because you're building on skills and that's like the point of it and she's like and that's not like a bad thing it's just like for someone like me who only has like an incredibly casual interest in it it's not like sustainable for me like i know i'm not gonna practice it not gonna remember the combos not gonna yeah yeah. and and that's the funny thing right like i totally get that because like Mm -hmm. i know that i think about fighting games a different way because i've been playing them for a while like i don't memorize like the buttons for a combo like i memorize like what the character does if that makes sense yeah and you that's what you kind of do is you learn a character yeah exactly like you're not like triangle circle you're like okay i do this move this move this move and your fingers just kind of figure out what the inputs mm-hmm. were because you remembered them so i totally understand that like i it's why like i understand that probably the most popular game in the fighting genre is still like smash bros because mm-hmm. it is very something casual. you can pick up and play yeah. yeah it is very much like to do a combo you just press a five times um yeah to which is like the yeah. point of it like they're like it's a party game it's for people to play yeah. like together no matter what your skill level is really yeah. And like obviously you don't want to play like a Smash Pro or anything. Yeah. They're like, okay, we're doing Omega levels and no items. N- no items. This is the driest like, Smash Bros round in the world. You're like, I just want to have fun, man. I just want to throw a bomb in your face. I'm not here to like I just want to be Luigi, dog. What are we doing? Yeah. I just I just think Kirby's funny, bro. Like we're just yeah. having, We're just having a good time, but I yeah, I feel like Smash is still very much like a friendly game and i understand yeah. why people are frustrated with kind of how N- nintendo has like actively tried to not make it like you know like a competitive game i think yeah. that really sucks a lot especially yeah. if it's like something you care about to that degree you know but like i think they have plenty of reasons to be bitter but i don't think like it being known as a party game should necessarily be one of their reasons because they have literally the most successful fighting game to anybody almost everybody has played smash at some point yeah or another yeah and that's really great so i don't know it's it's interesting to like hear different people talk about it and like hear former smash people who have moved on to fighters like kind of talk about smash because they're like i don't really play anymore but like it definitely got me started and like made me 
consider games kind of in a different light, which is why I played this now, you know? So it's, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just a really good jumping off point. And if you don't like Smash, you're probably not going to like a lot of other fighter games. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right? Like I've seen people go from Smash to like Strive, right? Which mm-hmm. I, I've seen that a lot. Um, yeah, me too. In the past, like in the past year, I just kind of noticed. I'm like, oh, this person used to play Smash, and now they've mm-hmm. kind of mostly switched to Strive. And, yeah. you know, that's just like on the competitive side, right? Like, that's not like a casual right. thing either. But, like, yeah, it, it, it is kind of funny because now the fighting genre is like, there's so many different types of fighting games. Yeah. But I feel like they're all trying to race to like get that accessibility that Smash Bros. had from the beginning because it yeah. was never trying to do that. And, no, it's never trying to be a yeah. big fighter. It was just like, they're like, oh, what if we made like a silly game you could play together in your living room? You know? And what what made it big competitively too and casually is because it was so recognizable too, right? Yeah. Like nobody's going to pick up, like nobody wants to pick up, even if somebody says, this is the most accessible fighting game in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. if they don't know who the fuck the characters are and they don't look that attractive from, like, you know, yeah. first glance, like, as far as, like, wanting to play them, then it's, like, right. you know, so... I think there's yeah. also just something, like, inherently funny about Smash, because it's, like, yes. oh, do you want to, like, play Pikachu and beat the shit out of Mario? Like, that's a mm-hmm. perfect pitch to most people. You'd Ganondorf play, just like... throwing fucking Olimar across the screen while yeah. Kazuya kicks Cloud in the face? Yeah, that's do amazing. You want, like princess peach to like go to town on like rosalina like it's like i don't know you could just do so much stupid shit and captain falcon is captain falcon like it's yes the only game he's had rest in peace um but like i mean even that like it's made nintendo games that weren't like accessible more accessible too because people are like oh like this cool like fire emblem character what is this from like yeah what is this? And I feel, I genuinely feel that part of the reason Fire Emblem has gotten more popular in the States is because of Smash, because people oh, played, like Martha and Roy and everyone, and they're like, oh, this is cool. And Nintendo was like, oh, maybe we can like put these out in the States now. Yeah, we had Fire Emblem characters in Smash in the States before we had a Fire Emblem game. That's what, yeah. I mean, that's what got me interested in Fire Emblem is because I would play Melee because that was the first Smash mm-hmm. game I played. And Roy and Martha were just cool. I was like, oh, yeah, those, those guys with swords. Cool. Yeah, one of them has yeah, fire on it. They speak Japanese, and you're like, what the yes. fuck is that about? That's cool. Why exactly. That What's going and, on like, here? Yeah, it's just like one of those things where I was always like, oh, that's cool. Like, if I like had more access to video games, I would probably check this out. And then when I was older, seeing like, oh, like, you know, Fire Emblem's pretty cool. I like that sounds fun you know but just seeing it gradually gain like popularity and like certain like other games like metroid was always popular but like seeing yeah that also kind of fuel it see like people know like fox and falco and stuff from smash smash bros yeah (laughs) most people have not played star fox i do maintain that yes oh i i think that's definitely true they haven't they haven't made it accessible enough so yeah i don't think most people have played it so, yeah, I don't know. It was, like, a, I mean, Rob, too. Like, Rob was, like, a whole, like, Yeah, like, he was a failed product. Thing. Like, he, yeah. they put, they shipped him with NES units, like, in the second wave. <laughs> yeah. And people were like, what the fuck is this? And then now he, have, yeah. he found, like, a whole new life in Smash Bros. Like, mm-hmm. Smash Bros. is such an anomaly that I feel like that's what is kind of dangerous about it, is that mm-hmm. so many different companies try to emulate that. Like, we can saw, like, PlayStation All-Stars, which, like, you know, I feel like yeah. they were, like, they jumped the gun with that one. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you didn't need to copy them. You could have came up with your own thing. You were already putting Kratos in World Combat and shit like that. Yeah. Like, you had other ways of doing it, right? Um, I think a ma- uh, Master Chief 
like well no it was like a spartan from halo but it was a woman in the same mm-hmm. suit as master chief was in dead or alive like there's so many different ways that games would try to do the crossover to thing to be like you should play this because something familiar is in it but like smash bros has just always done that yeah a lot better only because it's all their own properties over like right. the course of like damn near like 40 50 years or something yeah. like it's a long history Dual. anyway we'll get to a comic that's not that long we're, we're, we're getting to another a japanese comic i guess uh, yeah, it's, uh manga really if you will um very very short manga that definitely is it's still running did um, you know manga reads from from right to left instead of from left to okay, right? Okay, when, when you said that, literally the image that's at the back of every Shonen Jump, Stop. like, popped into my head, where it's like, you're reading the wrong way! Yeah, yes. no, like, yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> Alright, y'all, so today we're doing three chapters again, um, mostly because it's just gonna round out the volume. Um, they had a pretty good stopping point for the volume this time. Not... God, every time I just remember how they ended that first volume, and I'm like, wow, Mira, I know you didn't do this, but who who decided to end this on somebody's rape scene? Um, uh, we, <laughs> we have... Uh, somebody. Well, yeah, actually, I forgot. We gotta do, we're going to do a recap. I totally forgot. So yeah. last time we were with the <laughs> Band of the Hawk, we were getting their asses handed to them. <laughs> the fine. usual uh, but no oh, we were in the middle of a fight with the newly transformed wild if you want more information on why he looks like the guy from all uh, real monsters you can go look at that listen to the episode called all uh, real monsters it, it's mm-hmm. self-explanatory um so guts was on his last basically his last move with that uh casca had her titties out that totally forgot about that for a second um even though it's like half what we talked about last episode because mira's one for the male gaze, I guess. Um, but, yeah, no, so Guts is on his last leg, Casca's very worried about him, and he ends up taking Wild out, last we saw. Um, after getting thrown against the tree several times, he was able to kind of do a sneak attack on him, shove his sword in him, twist it around, and, you know, kind of pass out on the way down, gave us a cool thumbs up, or whatever. Um, honestly, the last two cha- the last few chapters we did about this were about this fight. So yeah. we saw Casca almost get, you know, raped by Wild's, like, weird mouth thing that I did figure out, Cal, I forgot what I was watching. Um, the symbols that they use are meant to denote, like, notate, like, a devil language or something. Oh, okay. Because I was watching some, I think it was, it was, like, Final Fantasy or something. No, it was Street Fighter. Yeah, there's, they use subtitles oh. for um, Lily's, Lily's, uh, like, elder or whatever so uh-huh. it's whatever language and it was the same thing as the triangles oh and the God, x's and the right. circles and shit yeah that's so funny so yeah I so I, I did figure that out yeah that's how i figured that out i wanted to i forgot that t- i wanted to tell you as soon as it happened but i totally forgot oh yeah. my God. so um funny. so yeah his um alien like deep in mouth thing he tried to do some bad stuff to costco with it costco got really disrespected these chapters we figured that out nobody helped her we yeah, talked about, about that, that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot in the end of the chapter. Um, yeah, so this this summary is going to be a little shorter than the last ones because there really it was wasn't... mostly fighting. <laughs> yeah, it was mostly fighting. And today is a little less fighting. There's a lot more talking today. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of get a preview for what's about to happen with um, the armor of the armor to the heart. The um, first chapter we're starting off with today, we get a little display of all of Griffith's armor, um, including his gloves, his helmet, all that stuff. And then we go somewhere else. We see, uh, we get an image of somebody opening their eyes, and it's our princess girl. It's your highness. Um, 
Charlotte. I, oh my god, thank you. I didn't even have You're her welcome. name in my fucking notes. Charlotte. <laughs> we have not seen Charlotte in a long time. We haven't seen Charlotte since um been a second. Yeah, they they had to um, trade her basically with the Baki Raka in the underground tunnels mm. um, to make. Sorry, here's the cat. She decided to <gasps> jump on my lap. Hi. Yeah, this is Amber. Um, Hi, Amber. Okay, Amber. Bye, Amber. <laughs> and they said you've been sitting down too long. Um, but no, anyway, <laughs> Charlotte's How waking up <laughs> um, sometime after you know getting the poison out of her. I think because last time we saw her, the Baki Raka. They had to trade her because they actually shot her with a poison arrow while they were trying to kill Griffith, right? The the best death squad in the land fucked up. It was kind of funny now that I look back on it. Oh, um, man. Yeah, like, they're, like, number one killers, and they're, like, oh. <laughs> got blown the fuck up. Literally. So, um, Anna wakes Charlotte up, and Anna was also the... Uh, assistant that she basically took with her on this little journey into the sewers and into the tower to get Griffith, right? So, you know, Charlotte's like, what's going on? Where am I? And Anna's like, you're in your you're in your bedroom. What do you mean? Like, you're not used to being here? Uh, cats are knocking things over. Um, <laughs> and Anna's like, yeah, no, no, the, the worst has happened. Everything's already fine. Like, this is, this is good to know. And, you know, Charlotte, of course, after she kind of gets her brain back in her head, is like, wait, Where's where's Griffith? Is he safe? Like, what's going on? Like, last I heard, my dad was trying to fucking murder him. Right. Um. So Anna kind of like pauses for a second. And it's like, yeah, it's it's been like it's been like half a day. Uh, nothing's happened. We haven't seen Griffith, and you know, all the others have been captured, and yeah, you know, nothing has really happened, right? So, um, there's no report of Lord Griffith and the others being captured, right? They're like, yeah, they haven't been. They're not being chased or anything, and they didn't capture him, so he got away safely. And Charlotte's like, oh, thank, thank goodness, this is great. And you know, she's like, that, that, that's good. That means my dad kept his promise. Like, that's really cool that he listened to me. As we know, he didn't, right? He sent like <laughs> the worst oh, guy no, on he earth. <laughs> he, he sent the worst thing, not even like person. He sent the worst thing on earth after him, right? So um, Anna kind of has a frown, right, while she's kind of telling her this, right? And she's like, all right, well, anyway, I'm gonna call the doctor in since you've woken up. And I'll catch you later. And, you know, as she's on her way out, Charlotte's like, hey, Anna, sorry. I know I caused you a lot of, like, grief and stuff like that. And I really was only thinking about myself. I'm really sorry about that. And Anna's, like, about to, like, cry. She's like, oh, my God. Uh, no, it, it's okay. It's, it's no problem. And she closes the door and kind of, like, takes a deep breath. And she, like, like, you know, shuts it silently. And she's like, okay, I can't tell her that the band of the hawk no. is still being chased she <laughs> like she's she like she's like spot. i'm going to just lie to this little girl like <laughs> just like let we just let her keep her peace right oh man so um we get another image of you know charlotte leaving her bed going over to her window and opening it as a breeze comes by right and you know she kind of has an image of griffith in the trees because that's the last time she saw him was you know him hopping in her bedroom during a storm etc cetera, etc cetera. And she thinks about the last thing Griffith said to her when, you know, he was on Pippin's back and that she was about to leave. He mouthed something to her, right? And he can't speak right now, right? So he didn't actually say it. Like, he didn't audibly say something, but he mouthed something mm -hmm. to her. So the last thing she remembered is that he said he would come back. He specifically said, I promise I'll return. And never lies. Yeah, he never lies. Why would this ever. man ever lie? <laughs> and, you know, as, as she's thinking about this, she looks up into the clouds and she's like, is that a bird? N no, it's fucking Nosferatu's yeah. no, It's a bird. 
bird, I think. <laughs> I had it's... <laughs> In my notes, I have definitely a bird. <laughs> <laughs> she sees this in the sky. She's like, is that a bird? Yeah, no, definitely a bird, Charlotte. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so, anyway, we get back to the Band of the Hawk post-Wildfight, right? And what else would they be doing but bandaging each other up and taking account of the dead, right? So you got guys popping each other's bones back into place, wrapping each other's um wounds up a lot of guys resting after doing so guys being carried out on stretches and then we hear somebody yelling ow ow no please stop <laughs> somewhere in the nearby carriage and it's guts being sewn up by Costco, right because Costco's always gonna clean guts stupid ass up after a fight <laughs> so um she's sewing his she's sewing his stitches right um they, yeah, I don't know what they're doing in there. The, the cats are going insane while I'm reading this. Um, they're sewing, she's sewing his stitches in, right? Which, yeah, that mm-hmm. fucking hurts. You know they don't have any numbing things or anything yeah. like that, right? It, it fucking hurts. So he's like, listen, that hurts. I'm fucking crying. You have to stop be doing this. And she's like, hey, shut up or I'm going to mess it up, right? And don't worry about it. Like, you disregarded my orders and charged off anyway. This is what you get. You reap what yeah. you sow. No pun intended. Um, she, she is correct. <laughs> yes, exactly. So he's like, "All right, so you really are the boss everybody's scared of, right? Just like wild." Which, like, come on, bro, is this really the time? Like, I yeah. don't. And so you know, deservedly so, she pulls the next stitch like super tight, just to like give him an extra shock of pain. He, I th- I take this as he like gasps so hard he doesn't make a sound. It hurts so much, and you know, <laughs> Griffith and. You know, we're kind of watching them like they're like they're like a a sitcom. They're like, okay, what's (laughs) going on over there? And you know, Casca starts to talk to Guts, and she's telling him, you know, we know that you're stronger than you were a year ago, right? Like you've proved yourselves. You proved yourself. You're like you know multiple times over. You don't need to show us, but you'd never know when to fucking quit if you you know only know how to swing a sword is not the way to get through things, right? You still just like the old you was before you left, which. I'm sure he takes this to heart a little bit, right? But that's not really what's going on right now. She's like, you know, this isn't a game. There's no shame in retreating. If you wind up dead, then it's all over. you got to start exercising your head a little bit, too. He's like, you, 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 like, listen, I love you, but you're stupid. You're really strong, but you're dumb. And one day, you're, like, you're going to get yourself killed. And he's like, well, you know, I wouldn't be a mercenary if I weren't ready to die. And he's like, am I, am I getting lectured for winning? <laughs> like, she, stupid. Like, I just won. Why is she mad at me, right? So, while after he kind of whispers that to himself, she stops sewing his stitches and kind of puts her shoulder on her hand, his, her hand on his shoulder, and you know, says, Okay, then fine, die on your own. Like, kind of while like shaking a little bit and starting to cry. And you know, she goes back to kind of wrapping his bandages up, kind of composes herself. But we see that Griffith has been watching this the whole time, right? And Griffith, Griffith is getting bandaged up too by Judeo, right? So they're right behind them in the carriage. And uh, Griffith is like, Oh, okay, I. I see what's going on here, right? So, you know, Judo kind of pulls his attention back over and is like, here you go, boss. Got you, you know, all wrapped up and stuff. And whatever. So, you know, Judo and Casca get up. They get they go to, like, check on the rest of the soldiers. And, you know, as she heads out, she's like, hey, as soon as we get out of the wounded fixed, we're going to get back on the road. But in the meantime, you guys should just get some rest. And before she leaves, she turns, looks at Griffith and says, welcome home. And she looks a little, like, relieved, but also very exhausted, like, from the past year of bullshit, right? 
he kind of looks at her. He looks back at her. <laughs> Gus looks back at Griffith. It's very like everybody's like watching each other very closely, right? They're they're like, hmm, how's he gonna react to that? So they close the blinds or whatever, like the back of the carriage, and you know, Casca kind of goes back into like you know, commander mode and says, "So how is he? How's Griffith doing?" And Judo's like, you know, I'm not a doctor, so for the details, I don't really know. And you know, before you can continue, Casca's like. Jido, just please tell me what's going on. And he repeats something we've already known. He's like, the tendons in his arms and legs are ruined, so things like doing things like standing or holding a sword are impossible. You know, and Casca kind of realizes this again, you know, and stands there for a second. And all she can really say is, oh. And turns and walks off from Jido, because, I mean, what else do you really say? <laughs> like, what else are you yeah. really supposed to say in that situation? Um, especially because they have to keep moving, right? Like, there, there's still people packing shit up. There's people, like, bandaging people up, right? So she goes and tells them, like, all right, everybody, hurry up. We have to cross the border sometime tonight, you know? Because, reminder, they've been on the run. Like, this is the first time they've stopped since they left with Griffith. And this has probably been, like, 30 minutes or something. <laughs> like, this hasn't been very much time at all. So, you know, Judo kind of sits there and watches her walk away after giving that command. And he's like, so after we cross the border... What what are we gonna do, right? And I feel like the the implication is like she doesn't fucking know. I don't think anybody fucking knows what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? So we go back to uh, Wild. Actually, his dead body's just kind of chilling there. <laughs> Everybody's just kind of standing around looking at it, like, yo, this shit's crazy. Look at that. <laughs> like, whoa, it's like it's like he could have like swallowed a whole whole bear, dude. Like they might as well be like smoking like a blunt over it or something, mm-hmm. and. They're like, no, but, like, seriously, what is this? Like, I want to know, but I actually don't think I want to know. And, you know, they go back to, you know, kind of patting Guts on the back or whatever, like, metaphorically. They're like, yeah, no, like, that's insane. Guts, like, beat this thing? Like, he, he's not even human anymore either. Like, that's insane. You know, like, first Guts comes back, and now, now Griffith is back. You know, the guys who don't know how injured Griffith is. It's like, yeah, the Band of the Hawk is really back. This is really awesome, right? God, after that first year, everything's going so well. This is going to be great. And, you know, as they walk off to go get back in the caravan to get across the river, a guy, this is like a scene from like a horror movie, right? Like a guy kind of like looks back at Wild's body because he kind of notices like, like he hears a sound or something. He hears like a twitch. And he's like, huh? And he looks back and doesn't seem to be anything moving, but he kind of looks at it for a little longer and everybody's like, hey, is everything all good, man? He's like, yeah, it's fine. It's just my imagination. <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah. Or actually, I remember reading this for the first time being like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, I, fuck yeah. get away from that. Don't, don't uh, linger. So we go back to Guts and um, Griffith in the uh, carriage. Um, Guts is trying to lay down. But he's like, God damn it. Uh, Casca doesn't know how to sew. So this shit hurts a lot. And, you know, Griffith is kind of just looking at him. He probably would have been, like, smiling or something. He looks like he's smiling under his mask, and he's kind of looking at Guts. Well, Guts is, like, you know, kind of just glad to be back with Griffith, right? And he's like, you know, we must look like a couple of tattered rags right now, but, you know, at least we get to sleep while they get us wherever we need to go. I mean, I've been fighting ever since yesterday, you know? It's kind of like that time with Zod, you know, before we both of us were all fucked up. You know, both of us kind of fucked up by him, but we made it through it, and we did it again this time, right? It's kind of like the implication he's making. You know, kind of like pauses for a second. And he's like, you can take that mask off. You know that, right? Like, you don't have to do that around me. You can you can keep, you can take it off around me, right? Like, kind of let him know, like, it's cool. Like, 
you can be vulnerable around me, right? So Griffith kind of looks down, but instead he's like, kind of nudges his head towards his armor in the back of the carriage, right? And Guts is like, huh? He's like, what's up? You want to put that on? Like, is that what you'd rather put on? He's like, yeah, I want to put my armor on, actually. I don't want to take the mask off. So, I mean, and, and honestly, considering, like, their reaction to his mask off last time, yeah, I pro- even with Guts around, I probably wouldn't want to take it off either. Like, yeah, I remember what y'all sounded like last time. Anyway, um, you know, they kind of start, you know, Guts kind of starts laughing a little bit in between, you know, the pain of his stitches. And he's like, yeah, I don't know why I'm surprised. Of course, you want to put your armor on. That sounds about right. So he's like, yeah, okay, I'll go ahead and help you. So he gets the chest piece, starts fitting it around him. And, you know, he's like, well, it is a battleground after all, so we'll make sure that this stuff fits on you really tight. And we get this really cool panel of him, you know, securing the armor onto gut, onto Griffith, you know, because Griffith can't move his limbs and stuff. And he's like, you gotta wear bar- armor on the battlefield, or you're good as dead. And, you know, we that's the last we see of these two, right? Um, almost immediately in the end of the panel, we don't really get any warning, we just kind of see mutilated bodies. <laughs> yeah, just mangled, mutilated. One guy's, like, turned, like, his torso's turned the opposite way. <laughs> like, there's not even, like, he didn't even get gored, he just got, like, mangled. And there's, like, you know, smashed heads and all this stuff. <sighs> and then we see, uh, our boy, Wild, crawling back from the dead. So, uh, Yay. yeah, it, it, it is a horror movie. Congratulations. Yeah, but that's the end of armor to the heart we don't even get like a splash panel for this one we're just like right back into it let's go there's these guards on the perimeter and like one of them hears this voice behind him that's like don't wanna and he's like what did you say something like to his friend he's like (laughs) no and then there's like this thing crashing out of the bush it's wild but wild crashes out of the bush and is like just like completely flattens them and he's like wailing he's like i don't want to die i don't want to do that (laughs) and he's kind of pathetic looking like both his like arm shoulder eyes are like bloodshot and his head is bleeding his gums are bleeding like he's he's kind of got his shit kicked in honestly yeah, like, like he's, he's still not, got sword he's still got guts of sword like stuck in his neck yeah, yeah. he's like broken sword it's like i don't know it's like some scene out of like a dark souls game where you see like the shambling husk <laughs> like come towards you with like a bunch of spears stuck in it yes. and you're just like oh that's not good that's cool um, i have to fight that i hate this game yeah well, what if i went the opposite way um oh we're locked in a cutscene. Okay. i love bloodborne um, yeah <laughs> yeah we're in our cutscene lock moment so uh guts is you know still getting griffith all suited up inside and he's like trying to be kind of chipper about it a little overly chipper and he's like ah there we go like the white hawk flies again we're gonna (laughs) we got this um but griffith goes to try to take his sword out and he can't even like fully unsheath it or anything and you know guts is like we'll probably address (laughs) that at some point and he's like "I i know you're in a rush but like you're not ready yet you haven't even like worn armor in a year so soon you'll be able to swing that and it's more like he's reassuring himself dr guts than <laughs> yeah. he's like, you'll be able to like get your shit together soon um but at that point they like 
hear noises outside and the carriage is like rumbling and they're like what the fuck is going on out there and guts pops his head out just in time to see wild's giant ass hand swing at the wagon and he completely topples the whole thing um sending guts flying and griffiths like kind of in the shrapnel of the cart still and you know wild's still bitching he's like i don't i don't want to die i don't i don't want yeah. to and he's like why is you're not even dying easy why are you so fucking stubborn which yeah. is honestly at my point at this point that would also be my reaction yeah like, i would just be like why the fuck won't you die why are you complaining like three phases back there why are you not dead yet <laughs> three phase uh, boss for real four or five phase boss and you're just like god fucking damn but you know everyone's like are you guys like good and they see what's happening and everyone's kind of like oh oh um but wild like locks on <laughs> to griffith and he's like there you are i found you um and he like snatches him and yeah. everyone's freaking out because like that's like the one thing they did not want to happen they're just like fuck shit okay and you know he kind of holds griffith like over his head and Guts is trying to get up despite like being in shambles still yeah. from everything that happened. Yeah. He doesn't have his sword anymore because it's broken. He has someone's short sword. Maybe it's not a short sword. It's just it looks like it is with Guts because he's fucking huge. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a normal size yeah, sword, which is normal. funny. He's normally carrying like a surfboard or whatever. <laughs> so, um, but you know, I was like, don't don't fucking move. If you move and he like starts to like squeeze Griffith, you probably hear like the mm. metal like crunching like aluminum. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's freaking out and like get it in Costco's like everyone back off. Like we finally got this. Um but you know, she's she's freaked out and Wild's like, what the fuck? He's just like a little bug, but like, you know, like is he's this is this like, even gonna work? Yeah, is this <laughs> worth it? Like he's like holding Griffith, like, are you for real? Um, but you know, he he looks up kind of in a panic, and he like blood just like splatters everywhere because he's like dying still actively. Yeah. But you know, he's like, fuck. There's like no time left, and. He's like, if I wind up dead here, I'll be inside that vortex forever. Familiar like, image. What vortex? <laughs> there's like something in the sky, like over them. I don't know if that's like just like it's... imagery in his head, like projecting out, or if it's starting to form. But so I read this several times. This is, I think that this is, um, th- this is just imagery because okay, okay. They, nobody i don't think anybody else can see what he's talking about like i think yeah, whenever okay. he thinks talks about the god hand and stuff like it's just like imagery but no because this is just i'm pretty sure like this isn't like an exact copy but if y'all remember a long time ago um mm-hmm. when the vortex got brought up when king douchebag uh tried to sacrifice his yeah. daughter yeah this is yeah okay <laughs> yeah, i thought yeah. it was the same thing all right yeah but yeah you know he's like i'll, I'll fucking be in that vortex and like if you've been paying attention you know what the vortex is but yeah. if it's been months and months like as for me obviously yeah <laughs> also the example of mira not paneling as well as he possibly could have yeah but yeah it's weird paneling here it, it, it's a I little will bit say. wonky but yeah. you, you get the point but he you know he like turns to griffith and he's like hey could you like summon them you know the great ones can you like 
hop to it. He's like, sh- he's like <laughs> shaking him like a toy or something. Well, he's, he's like, like Can you like hey, summon them right now? Here, yeah. Yeah, and Griffith's like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? <laughs> and he's like, if you're really going to become one of the greats, like Zod said, you should have, like, the Baelit, right? You should have the Crittenden Baelit, the Egg of the King. And, like, we get a little flashback of it. And he's mm. like, you should use it, and you have to call our guardian angels. Like, you, this is on you. I don't have anything <laughs> left. Like, you have to do this right now. Or I'm gonna fucking die. He's like desperate. Like he's literally like yeah, the most pathetic like man in the shaking. world. Shaking. Like this is someone who went from like being absolutely terrifying last time to like terrifying in a different way just because mm. he's like panicked out of his goddamn mind right now. But he's like the four members of the God Hand, you know, like like Griffith knows, even though mm. Griffith is still kind of in the dark about this whole thing. Um, and he has a flashback to, uh, his little, uh, cell hallucination where like the brick wall popped out and like, he could see the God hand like through the wall. Yeah. It was a whole thing, which was really cool, but he's kind of like, Oh, those guys. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Guts is like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a Mexican standoff. Like they don't even know what's going on. They're like, yeah. Why are they talking? What is happening? But yeah, everyone like, like bows up and they're like, you gotta let him go now. You're not going to fucking win. Like, why are you still doing this? And Zod's just like, oh, like, you people. And he starts laughing hysterically. And Costco's like, what the fuck are you laughing about, freak? Which, like, yeah, I would also. (laughs) Um, He's like, you know, all of you, you have, like, a twinkle in your eyes. And they're not the eyes of someone who fights for the living. They're the eyes of a kid who's had his toy taken away. And... Like, I guess he's referring to Griffith as the toy here. Mm. And he's like, I get it. He's what does it for you guys. He's the toy. And <laughs> everyone's like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. What is he talking about? Um, and he's like, you guys must be so happy. You don't know a damn thing about what's going on. Um, but he's like, your toy got broken a really long time ago. And he starts taking off Griffith's armor and, like, his clothing, like, bit by bit. Mm. Which is almost kind of like a weird, sick parallel to what he did to Casca before, in a way. And, yeah. you know, she's flipping her shit because she knows what's under there and she didn't want her troops to lose hope yet. Yeah, she's so. like screaming at the top of her lungs. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's like, you know, look at him. Like, look at his body. He, like, has been tortured for like a year. It's not just skin. Like, he doesn't have any muscles. Mm-hmm. Like, his tongue's gone. Like, every he's been like cut up carved up at this point and you know everyone's kind of in shock and Costco's just kind of like fuck that was the last thing I really had like up my sleeve basically and they're like I bet you planned like carry him up and make something of yourselves but that's not gonna fucking happen because he can't battle and he can't ride a horse and he can't wield a sword and he can't even stand up on his own so you're lucky if he can even crawl at this point, honestly. So a lot of words for a dude to... who's dying five seconds. I know. Ago. I'm like, weren't you just like wheezing a minute ago? But whatever. But he's like, I guess he found the energy to monologue at everyone once more. But he's like, you know, you guys don't have any hope. He can't even like live on his own. Like, there's nothing left at this point. But um, 
I can't tell if this is them like firing off stuff, but like I was Let trying to tell what yeah. the noise was. Oh, oh um, wait, no, 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 yes, no. She's yeah. like squeezing the helmet, I yeah. think, and it's like popping apart. Sorry, yeah. I, I had to remember something else for that. Um, yeah. So he's like squeezing, squeezing the helmet, and it's popping, and like guts and Casca are like freaking out, and he's like, "Oop! Like, don't come for me. I'll pop his head off. I can still do that, you know, like typical wild moment." But. So he's got everyone, like, at a standstill, and he's like, okay, now while everyone, like, shut the fuck up, I'm gonna, like, do this before I Mm -mm. can't see anymore, because, like, my eyesight's going. Like, his his eyes are just, like, covered in blood, dude. Yes. (laughs) And then he, like, looks at Griffith's chest, and, you know, there's nothing. It's just, like, his literal rib cage and, like, flesh underneath it. And he's like, where's where's the bailet? you're supposed to have that where the fuck is it and Griffin's just kind of like oh fuck <laughs> that's not good um, Zod, uh, not Zod um, he's like yeah bro you know, fell in the sewer you should ask yeah, the torturer like, about that it's not my fault yeah he's like that wasn't me um, but Wild's like really freaking out he's like if if that's not here then I'm like I like he can't even finish his sentence and at that point <laughs> Uh, an even bigger monster shows up. <laughs> I wonder who it is. Um, but like the scale here is honestly terrifying. It's I'm really just funny. like, Jesus Christ. Because you it's thought like, Wild was big. <laughs> yeah, it's like when like a bully is like bullying some like kid and then the kid's brother shows up all of a sudden yeah. and like is like towering over him. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing, kid? Yeah. So that's the end of that chapter. And we got one more with a six splash yeah. page. Got six splash page. It's, it's actually not too long, too, but a lot happens in it. So, yeah, we'll get through this. Yeah, there's good. there's a decent amount of stuff that happens in the last one. But, you know, he's still freaking... Zod, like, swoops in. Or a bird, as we learned. <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> it's a bird. It's teeny. Uh, no, but Zod lands, like, right behind him. Fucking ginormous he's like twice his size almost i think he's like technically bigger than the time before too because he was like underground before and it was just kind of like oh that's big and now it's like okay he's yeah he's even bigger than he was underground yeah Yeah. it's kind of insane like the scale here but everyone everyone knows him and they're all like no i don't (laughs) i don't want to deal with that again and Wild's sweating fucking bullets, not just because he's dying. Either <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, "Fuck, why are you here?" And like before he could like even finish asking, Zod's like gored him on his horns yep. and like <laughs> lifted. Just like with, he's not even grabbing him. He just like stuck his horns yep. in and then lifted his him up. Strong his strong ass neck. neck. <laughs> I'm like, God, the core, the, like the, the core strength here. Um, <sighs> And he's just, like, chilling with him, like a fucking hat on his head. And he's just, like, not doing anything. Slap! This cord cut out for me because it's a functioning... Excellent program. Program. Yeah, it's fine. Um, anyways, he's wearing him, like, fucking sombrero or something over here. He's just, like, chilling <laughs> with this new wild hat on. And everyone else is just, like, oh, fuck. It's, like, actually Zod. He's here now. Yeah, like, it's him. It's him. Um, And I, and like, 
you know, they have that reaction a while before where they're like, Zod? Not Zod, okay. And they're they're like, like, oh, like, so this one's Zod, got this it. This one is actually Zod, and <laughs> they're all, like, screaming and, like, freaking out. Griff is still getting, like, held up here. He... <laughs> It's it's awful, but like just his little yeah. feet dangling. I'm yeah, just he's like, just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of choice in the matter, but you know, Zod turns his eye on Griffith, and Griffith's like, I'm still traumatized from that fight. I don't mm-hmm. <laughs> particularly like that. But you know, Wild's like trying to reason his way out of this, and he's like, Zod, like, what the fuck are you doing? What do you think you're doing? Is did they order this? They tell you to do it? <laughs> they say this, and they, they're like, he's like, no, because they're, they're, the rule is do what thou wilt. Like, that's the only commandment. We can do whatever the fuck we want. And he's like, even if I, like, you know, like, crushed him like a bug, no one should complain. Even if he is, like, the fifth the one. The fifth one. The fifth one. Wink, wink. And Guts is like, what the fuck? fuck is the fifth one i don't what i'm lost and you know um at this point zod reaches up and like digs his claws in on like both ends Mm. and he's like yeah that's right and if i rip you open here and now that's my free will you know it's like the free speech Mm. like argument he's like oh yeah sure then i'll just go ahead and (laughs) i'll just kill you um and he's like wait don't do it like (laughs) <laughs> like we're on the same side and it's not him he doesn't even have the fucking egg like he's not the guy we thought he was and so it's like well then you weren't gonna survive either way so tough shit buddy <laughs> um and then just like rips him in half basically uh which so is, sick which is pretty sick looking so sorry sick. for everyone on youtube uh you will not so sick <laughs> it's really sick though uh so <laughs> wild's like vomiting blood and his guts are spilling out and it's he drops griffith and guts manages to catch him somehow thankfully but yeah um, i'm surprised his hands didn't tense up more but i guess it instantly yeah. killed him probably so <laughs> yeah um I, I feel like having like a horn in your spine would probably do that to you. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably stop all function, probably. Yeah, just, yeah. just a guess. Uh, but, you know, he comes crashing to the ground as Zod just, like, tosses him to the side. And Casca's already up. She's like, are you guys, like, good? Are you okay? And then they all kind of stop and, like, look back up at Zod. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> and he's just chilling there. He's mm-hmm. just kind of like, hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> and then he looks at Griffith and he's like, It'll it'll return to your hand because that that's how it is, you know. And just with that, he's like, okay, I'm done here now. Uh, like the Sailor Moon thing, where it's like, but yeah, he's like, do anything. <laughs> yeah, literally, like his wing is like a cape. He's like, all right, stopped <laughs> you from dying. <laughs> I'm out. Like, yeah, no, he's like, cool. You're not dead. Peace. <laughs> Got it. It'll come back. Don't worry. Um, and Guts is like freaking out, and he's like. I, w- I have questions for you. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you things for like a year. What's the eclipse? Wasn't it this monkey monster thing? Like, wasn't this the eclipse? You know? And y- you you said I wouldn't be able to escape death. Like, wasn't that him? And Sasha's like, oh, you'll understand soon. <laughs> and just like continues to fly off. And all his, all, like, all hey. his skull mate shit. He said, <laughs> he said, oh, remember your buddy? Yeah, I'm going to be like him. Um, in due time. 
just in like, oh, I'm I'm cryptic, and it's like, don't do that. I would like an answer, but um, he's gone. He leaves the corpse of Wild just like rotting in the field while everyone watches. Corcus is like losing his goddamn fucking mind over here. Mm-hmm. He's he's having a moment. Um, Making anime faces and shit. Like, yeah, like, he's <laughs> that panel is so. He's like pogging. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but, um, you know, they all just kind of watch him and they're like, well, that's great. But before they can really like even process that, like one of Costco's men starts freaking out. And he's like, big sis, like, look at this shit. And <laughs> there's like these tendrils and arms and legs that are like squirming out of Wild's insides, basically. This is also going to be censored on YouTube, but this is a very cool scene, and I think you should go look at it. Awesome body horror. Great body horror. So cool. But, like, basically, like, Wild's guts all, like, transmorgify into, like, these really warped, like, bodies and souls that are all, like, scrambling their way out of him and clawing their way through the grass, and everyone's like, what the the fuck is that? Like... (laughs) what is happening but they're like you know it starts expanding and like covering him and tearing him apart but he, it's also dragging him and guts like i don't even know what's happening but it basically like <laughs> creates this vortex like in the center of zod and then all of a sudden everything gets like sucked down into it so it's like he's getting sucked into himself but also like out of <laughs> existence basically and it's like this little then, port, this little portal form. So, yeah, like, <laughs> and then it's just gone. Everything's gone, and um, even Griffith's kind of like, "All right, <laughs> it's, what the fuck was that?" Um, no one really knows how to process that, but you know, Dido walks over and he's like, "Hey, like, look at this shit," and they're like, "What? What is that? Is that wild?" And they're like, "No, like." What else would it be, though? They're like, is this his true form? And they're all just kind of like, that. that's not wild, right? But there's just, like, this old man who with the, cuts his sword through his neck, so it's like, who else would it be? But, yeah, that's what that's who wild was, like, initially. And this is also kind of our first hint in a while that, like, um, yeah. you know, the apostles who, are, like, what are they? people initially and became whatever they were if you yeah. remember way back in like way pre-golden back. age days we did know this but um yeah just a refresher because it's literally been like yeah. a year <laughs> but yeah they were just kind of left with that and yeah they just kind of stand there and they're like what the fuck just yeah we're all just like <laughs> freaking Slap, 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 slap. Out, trying to figure out what's happening um it's like your discord. uh what yeah that's like basically like they all kind of standing around like yeah y'all saw that right yeah, what the fuck are we supposed to do like, <laughs> everyone's just kind of like mm-hmm. yeah just like <laughs> at, yeah, so love love these chapters. It brought back some stuff, and, and, it, and it was a good timing, right? Because, yeah. like Cal just said, we knew some of these things already, right? We knew that um, Apostles, which is, like, the official name for these, like, demonic, uh, almost human-like people that have, like, all these yeah. crazy powers. First one we officially ever met was the guy in the first in the intro uh, chapters. 
um, the snake guy who, snake yeah, snake man was like the first apostle we met. Then we met the count, which is who we saw the actual like sacrifice process mm-hmm. with, right? He was just as desperate as wild. He was just as pathetic because he knew he was on the brink of death. And they knew that like, what do you like in his case, he was making a deal where he was going to sacrifice his daughter to like keep living again. Right. Like he already made a sacrifice before to be that ugly, weird slug monster thing. But um, in this case, Wilde was trying to, like, fulfill a, pro- fulfill a prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the prophecy that uh, Zod told us about way back when, when he said somebody's ambition will collapse, and then the eclipse will come, right? So yeah. what we just saw was basically uh, Wilde was trying to kickstart the eclipse because he's about to die. He, it was yeah. his last-ditch effort to come back is whatever because whatever happens in the eclipse it was going to benefit him so he was like yeah. all right the prophecy let's get it started i'm fucking lay the the i'm on like my last tank of gas like i gotta get the fuck out of mm-hmm. here right and i don't think we ever do get wilds like actual backstory of how he became an apostle i, I, no. I don't think we do because he's dead right like, like this way is way later but like yeah I and i doubt it. it and i doubt they I don't think bring him back it, up though, yeah honestly. you don't really need it. it you get the gist right he was yeah. somebody who was offered something by the God Hand, and as a result, he became like one of their apostles that like is trying to help them kickstart yeah. the eclipse. So like, not only was Wilde trying to do this because he was dying, that's what he was trying to do in the first place. He was trying to get the eclipse started. That's like his goal, right? But then we get some more lore to it, right? He says something as he's about to die is like, but the they said do what that will like they're like you can do whatever you want why are you messing with me right now right he's like you yeah. know about the prophecy why don't you want it to happen like he's trying to like figure out like what's going on mm-hmm. and you know that's another thing so we know that apostles have some sort of autonomy they are allowed to do what they yeah. want within reason right like i guess that they have certain roles and certain prophecies that happen right and i'm kind of basing yeah. this on some stuff i learned later about zod specifically but yeah. um yeah, no, it, it is interesting because we get a little more like, so, okay, the apostles all probably used to be people. We kind of already know that the Skull Knight, we kind of know that he was oh, yeah, also used to be a person. Too. And that's the thing is I'm not even sure where I am. I'm pretty sure he's an apostle, but I don't know because he doesn't seem to be on the same page as a lot of the other apostles when it comes to things. I think he is, but he isn't, and we can talk about that later. But, like, okay. I think, like... It's kind of like a, since he can do whatever he wants, he is doing whatever he wants, Mm. you know? Like, they can't technically, like, stop him from going against them or whatever, or... He can affect fate. He's not even really going against them. Yeah, Yeah. he's got got some shit going on, but, um, yeah, yeah, I think it's really interesting that we've gotten, like, kind of an array of apostles at this point, you know? Like, we've seen, like you said, there was a snake guy... We don't really know his MO. We we're just like, oh, it's a snake guy, and mm-hmm. he was eating kids, and there was some weird like pillaging villages. And, yeah, there was yeah. some weird blood libel stuff going on there. Yeah, probably. yeah. We're not gonna address that too much this time because we yeah, already talked that's, about that's it. It's problematic. Uh. Um, <laughs> and then we had the count, who's just like a massive piece of shit, who found out his wife was like cucking a him Satan or worshiper. Yeah, yeah, cucking him with Baphomet, and he was like well, fuck you, and then he killed her. Um, and then yeah. he was going to kill his kid, too. So, you know, like, two kind of very different people. And then we have Zod. We don't know Zod's, like, entire yeah, deal at know. this point. Yeah. I don't think we even know it, really, by the point I'm at, either. But mm-hmm. he's, like, more active. But um, then we have Wild, who is, like, party animal incarnate, who 
chaos incarnate mm. in a way, kind of yeah. showing like he's like the muscle kind of like they kind of gave yeah. him. He, he kind of seems to just like take his power and use it for whatever the fuck he wants to. Yeah, and, and then there's yeah. like Skull Knight and Zod who yeah. like seem to have a plan, sort of. Yeah, we don't know what the plan is, but they have one. Like even based on the information we have, like so far in the podcast, right? Like I think that like it's like. It's like they were chosen by the God Hand, like they made a deal with the God Hand, or a deal was made with the God Hand, and this mm-hmm. is the role that they had afterwards, right? Like we, we learned about okay. Skull Knight's deal that sacrificed his whole city, so this is where he is now. He is the Skull Knight, but he yeah. has autonomy within that. He probably, because of the scale of his sacrifice, in my opinion, he probably has a, a bit more autonomy and can do some some things that we mm-hmm. don't really expect from anybody else. And I'm assuming yeah. the same thing with Zod. Especially because Zod has, like, he can, like, transform and shit. He seems to be able to, to like, affect the flow of things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Wild was obviously about to... Like, I think Wild could have actually killed Griffith, right? Like, I don't think that there was, like, a time when, like... Oh, yeah. If another apostle wasn't there to stop him, he probably would have killed Griffith. So I think that, like, that was them kind of, like, playing with fate, right? Like, it's kind of like, yeah, the prophecy's mm-hmm. gonna happen no matter what. But, like, Zod was like, all right, listen... I talked to the, the the guys at the top. I'm here. I'm your manager. I'm here to stop this. Yeah, <laughs> and he kind of like, like squashes him. Is like, move. no, you don't have that privilege. You're dead. Okay, I'm out of here. And then he's also because that's the thing, right? Is that they all have this like obligation that I think also to like not meddle with things too much. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a pick a side thing, right? Because we've right. seen Skull Knight tip them off but i think he can only do so much like he's he's like being i think he's doing his like dumb little vague something will happen because he can't like okay. like like they only I have like boundaries that. they work with and this is just what i've like learned like thought like reading it right like mm-hmm. they have with some boundaries with within like they can affect other people but their mm-hmm. direct actions can also like affect things right so yeah, yeah. it's like it's all a game, basically, and you're trying yeah. to, like, move things strategically throughout the game so that you can win, but also the out- you're not still, like, entirely defying fate, you're just, like, manipulating it. Yeah, there's an outcome that's ends. probably gonna happen, but you can change how things happen within, within that outcome. that, yeah. Yeah. Which so, is, like, uh, yeah. cool timeline stuff, you know, and, like, a cool concept of, like, this is predetermined, but, like you can determine like how everything leads up to it yeah. basically and what like, happens because my because my theory is that like there there is going to be a new member of the god hand right and it's predetermined to be griffith like they need a fifth it's him so they need a fifth but they um they i feel like part of it is that like it could all like there's gonna be a new god hand so like i have i don't know i don't think this ever gets proven or anything either but like right. i have a theory that like if it wasn't griffith like if he did get like killed right there either the mm-hmm. behalot would have just appeared out of nowhere because that's what was supposed to happen anyway yeah or um somebody else would have been the fifth because that would have right. set off another chain of like events that would get the behalot somewhere else to start right. because yeah everybody who takes the behalot becomes a certain character in like this whole like this it's like a play that's happening like it's like things are going to happen they just add players as they go along and it's kind of like right. yeah it's like a game like you said i think this and we can cut this this is just me like speculating mm-hmm. and thinking like it's interesting to think about someone else becoming it 
becoming like part of the god hand because i honestly mm-hmm. think at this point with like the crowd we have like if they had to pick from this i feel like it would have to be Casca because of how desperate she is at this point you know yeah. because she has like yes. this is what we were going to do uh griffith is dead she would want him back you know and also like she has her people that she cares about and i feel like even if she might not sacrifice like the band of the hawk i feel like they're would be a lot that Costco would sacrifice in order yes. to continue to keep them alive and to continue to like maintain that. And I think that could have been like a really cool direction to go in instead of like whatever happens, you know, whatever just happens. because like, yeah, whatever happens. Um, just because like it would have played out so differently, but mm. also like her ultimate goals are still Griffith's goals in a way. So it would yes. still be achieving his fate in a way. While also, especially like what her with her what her character arc is, I think yeah, for sense. at the moment especially, and like yeah. she cares about guts, but she's still very devoted to Griffith in this moment, and still really clinging onto his dream because she hasn't even really fully established her own. Even though, like you know, you've had those moments with guts where she's like, "You said you would take me with you," and she's like, mm-hmm. "Fine, I don't give a shit. Like, go die. I don't care." You know, like she obviously cares about guts still, yeah. but. I think she's still very much in, like, a period right now where she's figuring stuff out, so... Yeah, that's what I think, I think too, that, yeah. I think that could be, like, really interesting. Obviously, that's just, like, a thought experiment. Fan, because, fan fiction, basically, yeah, at this fan, point, yeah. It's an AU. Yeah, um, it's an AU. Because we know yeah. what happens, but, like... Yeah. I think that would almost, like... I don't know. Like, if Guts and Griffith died, if, like, people died during what happened with Wild and they still needed the fifth god hand member at the eclipse like i feel like Costco would be the one who would be the most desperate and the most willing to make a sacrifice at that point that's what i was thinking too like it would if if it was anybody and it would be her i don't think it would be guts because yeah it's not the same he doesn't have his goal like that like that's not his thing right and that's kind of like the whole point of like guts's character arcs through all this is like he doesn't have he has drive, but he doesn't have drive towards anything, if that makes sense. Like, he hasn't found something that's worth living for, for him, really. And yeah. The, and that's kind of his whole struggle in this whole yeah. thing, too. Yeah. Because he's like, well, I was only living for Griffith, and that's stupid. But I don't know how to live for myself, so what am I fighting for now? I just have, like, all this strength and, like, nowhere to direct it, really. Mm-hmm. And then, like, later on, that's where you kind of get into, like... You know, he has to have that whole arc where, like, he gets back and Rickard's like, yeah, you kind of were a fucking asshole for, like, dipping like that. Of course you left. Like, I I don't know what you want me to do at this point. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you did it, so what do you want me to do about it? Yeah, it's on you. Like, grow up about it, maybe. And that's, like, when the whole tower arc comes about, too. So it's just, like, I really feel like it isn't until, like, the tower arc where he's, like, Right. I can just fight for people I care about, and that can be, like, a valid motivation. Yeah. But, like, at this point, he doesn't even have that. that. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. It's interesting to see, especially with what we know reading ahead, right? And, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I really like these chapters, especially because of, um, I don't know, one, the goring scene with... uh, Zod was fucking yeah. cool. Like I forgot he cool. did. It was like it was like a backbreaker slash like just yeah, rips his guts it's like out. A wrestling is... move almost where you're just like, oh, 
oh like okay. oh, oh he's dead dead yeah no it's great um yeah, also he's I, up again <laughs> exactly no and you made this comparison um earlier to when he rips uh, griffith's armor off because i was like actually sh- i was like terrified like not shocked in like a oh that offended me way but i was like oh no when that started happening the first yeah. time i read it because i was like oh shit like because i didn't think he had enough strength to do and even that right so yeah. that parallel to him doing the same thing the Tosca, right? It's it's a weird thing where like it is like a gendered version of like how do we disrespect slash like depower this person, right? Mm-hmm. But also like honestly like with the way these characters have been treated, it matches up. Um, yeah, with, in the mirrorverse, right? So I don't know. It, it is a good moment because it is like you know we heard some people in the band of the hawk being like. Yeah, everything's great. Griffith's awesome. He just needs to recover a little bit. But, like, they didn't know how bad it was. And that's a part yeah. of, like, leadership is not letting that shit leak sometimes, right? That, yeah. And that's what Costco was doing. She's trying to protect her men from, like, the awful mm-hmm. truth. And, you know, once again, kind of like these guys affecting fate in, like, a much smaller way. He was like, oh, you thought your plan could go through? Anyway, hey, here's how your leader actually looks like. Hope you guys are motivated after this, even if I'm dead. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, that's kind of, like, what... His whole mode, like he was just talking shit. He said he was useless, like a bunch of terrible things, right? Just talking mm-hmm. about the torture that he underwent that disabled him, totally disabled him, right? Like he can't yeah. do anything. Um, once again, thank God Guts put the armor on him <laughs> right before this. Like, yeah. he literally just put the armor on him before uh, Wild grabbed him. So that was really funny. I just noticed that re- reading this through again. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that was a great idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> good job, good job, Griffith. Like, yeah, so just that scene was hard to watch, but also really good. Um, especially after, you know, him finally getting more confirmation. Like, yeah, no, Guts and Costco are a little closer than the last time I saw them. I don't really like this. Yeah. Like, with, with the stitching scene, you know, because Costco is really not yeah. very good at hiding it. Because <laughs> she loves the so dude so good much. At secrets. Yeah. Costco's so good at secrets. I don't even blame her at this point. I'd be fucking tired too and have no filters. But like, yeah, she's been running on empty for like a year. Like it, yeah. it, it sucks. You know, she had to take an ambushed band of the hawk and recreate it. So yeah, and yeah. then you know, dealing with guts at any point is always just like, can you like stop? being a child for can you take this shit seriously seconds for, for five minutes seconds. take this shit take seriously just a little bit exactly yeah. like yeah no just those, those were some good scenes and guts being i don't know guts was like a kid like being so excited to be with griffith and it and i like this moment because it seemed like really genuine and it did seem like griffith did like even though he was observing all the stuff between him and casca Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like he did miss Guts. Like, they kind of yeah. got him. Like, this is their first moment to, like, kind of sit with each other for a second, right? Yeah. And Guts doesn't seem to be freaking out, or he's trying not to freak out about how danger, like, you know, how fucked up Griffith is at this moment. But, yeah. and that's really, like, I don't know. It shows, like, a really good side to Guts, in my opinion. Like, it's, like, him being, like, I'm really happy to see my friend again, but I also want them to feel, like, as good as possible yeah. after whatever the fuck just happened, after I had to take down, you know, satan himself for all i know yeah like what he thought because he asked Assad, he was like that was the eclipse right that was the event you mm-hmm. were talking about because like yes he i forgot that to mention was like that. the biggest thing that's happened to me in my life and i almost fucking died and he I, thought I that was the eclipse right? yeah that's how bad this was for them this is like the worst yeah. fight they have ever had in their lives like yeah and i don't blame no him joke. for thinking that was the eclipse i think karen's back there but yeah it scared the shit out of me yeah 
I saw her walk over earlier and I was like, oh, hey, Karen. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I really like this scene between them because it is like, you know, it is just like a very quiet moment where yeah. their friendship really shows through. I think it's really interesting that they're like both so tired. They're like, we don't even want to like talk about what happened yeah before like we don't have time to do that right now i'm just happy you're back kind of on both ends that like mm -hmm. talking about guts leaving talking about what led up to that anything like that would have been like way Why? too much and like yeah. griffith can't even really leave the conversation you know cause yeah it would really just speak right now talk so that yeah guts would have to start that too which is an entirely different thing so him being like well um so we're here alive that's that's a cool thing you know and griffith choosing to just kind of go along with that like i get that completely yeah. <laughs> that completely makes sense and also just like griffith still not being vulnerable in this situation despite yeah. all of that because yes, like yes, both yes, metaphorically yes. and like yes. physically he's like i want my armor on right now i don't want to take yeah. my mask off i don't want to be vulnerable with you I'm still kind of like have this wall up. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't, you know, I didn't notice that until I was doing my notes either. I was like, oh no, he literally chose, like Guts offered him, like, do you want to like, you know, get relax. that off? Like, this is yeah. terrible. You want to relax? And just like every other like social moment or anything, he's like, no, I'm going to put my armor on. Like, I don't yeah. need you. I don't need you to be in right now. Like, I actually don't want you to see me like this, which yeah. like, is funny. Cause like one shows how much. Casca knows him like she knew for mm -hmm. a fact he was not gonna want anybody to know about this even this probably something right. they've never even discussed right it's not like they had to talk about this at all right um and two like yeah like you said it's metaphorical and it's very like uh, like physical too like he's like I don't want anybody to know what I'm thinking or anybody yeah. to understand like what I'm doing right now especially because like he's I mean he feels like he wasn't let in so why would he let anybody else in and it's yeah. not like you know because it's anybody's fault it's just like ah shit like i need to like get away from this yeah it's also like the moments where griffith has been vulnerable with guts have been kind of calculated almost we've talked about this before because there's like that scene where they're like on the terrace or whatever where it's like a fucking mm -hmm. shoujo thing and then there's the thing right after the assassination where he's like mm -hmm. am i a bad person you know like oh. there's there's like those moments where it has like the veneer of like vulnerability, but it's still Griffith like making a conscious choice yes. to like appear vulnerable or have that moment. In this He's, case, like it's still very calculated. It's not yeah. like it's it's not like it's always malicious. That's just how his how he works. Like that's yeah. how he does. There would be nothing for him to hide behind in this instance because he can't use his words to like weasel around things, and he can't like you know he. It would be like kind of the ultimate vulnerability in a way. And it's just a sign. And I feel like it's also kind of an indicator that like he still hasn't really forgiven guts for what happened for him leaving because he's like, no, I don't want to do that with you right now. Yeah. Like, I would much rather like be in my suit of armor, both metaphorically and physically, Literally. because yeah. I don't want to deal with that right now. And you don't want to deal with that. So we're just going to pretend like things are normal and I'm going to like really lock down. And you're yep. gonna let that happen because you always let that happen. So, yep, exactly, yeah. and and that's kind of how they, you know, how he chooses to move with it, and it, it's very Griffith, right? And it's cool that they're yeah. able, he's able to like express that without even saying a word, like in yeah. the comic, right? And 
he's always been like that. Like even like the first time he was ever he ever met Guts, he did the stupid, you know, I'm bathing out here, ah, I'm gonna splash water on you, all that bullshit. Yeah. Like it's like you said, it's planned. But and I yeah. feel like it's like meant like it's all these breadcrumbs that are like letting the reader know like he's planning it, like he's he has like a goal. Like he has a goal and he knows he's structuring everything. And the one time he faltered, it fucked him over. Right? Yeah. The one time he strayed from the plan and didn't play everything as like calculated as he could have. He ended up tortured for a year and lost everything, and mm-hmm. then now he like is watching it slip away from him, right? So like yeah. he still has all these feelings even while he's relaxing with guts. It's like he has these motivations still. Yeah. So it's interesting to see this little moment between them because it's like, oh, okay, like he's still on, but he's still like some part of it's like you can't say him and guts in guts's relationship is like fake at this point like yeah he cares about guts he's just also like i have an image to uphold at this point yeah yeah it's just i don't know i feel like it's a good way to like show visually like their roles in their relationship too because again it's guts helping mm-hmm. him the best he can and like being like yeah you're always like that but i don't care you know like i think some people would probably be really hurt that griffith was like no i i don't want to take off my helmet and be like straight with you about this and guess it's just like well yeah that's that's like you like that's what i expected yeah let's get you comfortable you know and that's and even if it's like helping griffith shut himself off he's like i want you to be comfortable still this is where we are at despite everything and i honestly feel like his time away probably gave him even more room to be able to do that because he's had some space now and he's like thinking about it yeah i kind of know like what i want for my or he thinks he knows what he wants for himself and so he's like well yeah i can play this role again now for right now because it's comfortable and it's easy and something that naturally happens between them so. Exactly. Yeah, it's he knows exactly that you said it perfectly. The roles he knows what the role is in mm-hmm. this relationship that they do have, and you know, it is really good to see like because this is their first real interaction in a year, not like you know them discovering him and all this. Like this is the first time, so like having that you know basically like contrasted with him having all his armor stripped like five seconds later, like it is very like it's all it's jarring on purpose, right? Like it is. Yeah good contrast especially with you know this is supposed to be their victory moment yeah. or so we thought right and that's the that's the thing about berserk that's always funny is like it's the theme i think i've talked about this before is like you know some things are going to happen like some things are whether it's good or not like some things are going to happen and wild ass was going to come back and grab Griffith if he had a chance yeah. the worst God. thing can always happen so yeah i i do like these chapters mostly because it goes back to like the storytelling part that we like about a lot mm-hmm. of things um which the action is great. Don't get me wrong. I can you cannot have Berserk without the sick ass action scenes. But you know, seeing Anna like panicking over telling Charlotte the truth, seeing you know, guts oh, and Casca yeah. still continuing like they're like, what are we doing? Thing like as far as like, are we leaving? Are we like gonna go on all like off together? Are we staying with the band of the hawk? Like, mm-hmm. there's so many different irons in the fire, but at the same time, it's like all of these characters are still acting within motivations that make sense. Like, Casca's yeah. still trying to protect everybody, but she's also fucking exhausted and she's slipping up a lot by not thinking about how she treats Guts in front of Griffith. Mm-hmm. Like, but she's only that exhausted because she's so dedicated to Griffith. Like, it's so yeah. many different 
like things. layers to things. Now I forgot about the Charlotte thing because that's like right at the beginning. But um, I don't know. It was interesting to see her in that moment because it's like I feel like it's like you saw her be kind of childlike during the escape scene, but then she also was like very determined and yeah. focused and everything. So you're like, oh, she's like kind of growing up. She's like making yeah. choices, even if like her motivations are kind of naive still. Yeah. And then you like see her in bed and you're like, oh man, this is just a fucking kid. It's like, like she's a child. Yeah. This is a child who still believes her dad, even though he like molested her. Like, God, I almost forgot like, about oh. that. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's like, wow, like I can't believe he listened to me. And Anna's like, yes. Yeah. I do not want to disturb this moment. Cause Your dad you is. Been through so much you know like just yeah. i don't know and then she just has that like moment where she's like i did cause you a lot of problems but you stuck with me and i genuinely appreciate that you know yeah like, yeah she's this, actually thankful thankful for anna yeah yeah it's kind of the same look Casca gives like griffith where she's just like she's fucking tired she's been through shit but they're still like you know griffith at the center of it giving her hope and it's kind of a parallel there too. So I yeah. don't know. It's and Zod's a bird. Um, yes, <laughs> Zod is indeed a bird. No, I do like that. That's like how they tri- how they connected those scenes. Yeah, though, is like oh, something's on its way. Like, <laughs> like yeah. oh yeah, look at this plane. Huh? I wonder where it's going. Like, in like the first panel, I'm like. Is that another monster? And then, like, we start to get closer, and I'm like, oh, it's odd. It's, it's it? odd, yeah. And like, I'm like, what is he doing? Where is he going? What I, is I, yeah, I remember reading this the first time, and I was like, are there more of him? Because yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, are there more of him, or is that him? And then when he shows yeah. up, everybody's like, that's him. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. These odd. These odd. There's only one odd, yeah. And I do like the conversation. This I think this is the only other note I have about this, but I do like the conversation between um, Zod and Wild before Wild's sick ass like death. Mm-hmm. Right? Is they are talking about things in vague enough terms, but they're like, he's like, listen, like we have like we're on the same side. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so there's we're sides buddies. to this whole si- yeah. situation, or he's like, you know, we both made the same deal. Like, why are you being a dick about it? Like. Mm-hmm. I should be able to kill this guy because we're able to do that. Like, just again, like, mm-hmm. the way that Mira does the lore building is very cool because it's not like, it's not like a lore dump. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of over games doing lore dumps. And I and I do want to talk about this with Final Fantasy sixteen because they chose you something very interesting with how they express lore in their game, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I like when he just does it through specific characters. Like, mm-hmm. you learn a lot more about what's happening whenever the Apostles speak. And whenever the God Hand speaks, you get like specific details, but more so, most of the time, it's them kind of confirming things you already heard or giving you brand new information that you kind of have to like rattle in your head until something else happens. And this is another one of those conversations where it's like, what are they talking about? What's going to happen? Like, yes, it involves Griffith. We know that it involves the egg. Okay, we got official confirmation of that. Like, this is the first time it's like, it has to do with the egg and these guys, right? Again, Mm -hmm. like another reminder of that. So, it's giving us breadcrumbs we're also like explaining like the wider world of like yes the god hand has something to do with the apostles and the apostles are the one who control their fate like yes they have free will but not really because the apostles are controlled by the god hand so like mm-hmm. we learn so many things but at the same time it's only giving us more questions like just like guts like he what does he ask as soon as odd like runs away he's like 
what's the eclipse? This is the eclipse, right? Like, what the... F- what? Like, what the fuck is an eclipse? Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's my favorite thing about this, too, is, like, he's so desensitized to this now. And he's also happy that... He's probably also happy that he helped them with Wild. That he's, like, just asking questions. He's not even, like, pulling his, pulling his sword out to fight the guy or anything. He's just trying yeah. to make sure that Griffith's okay. And he's like, wait, no! Like, we need info. Like, that's how powerful these guys are now where it's like he doesn't even want to fight it because he knows he can't beat him he's just like he's not going to kill me because he knows something's going to happen but that's all that guts knows is mm-hmm. he's wanting something to happen is this it did i pass the test yeah please <laughs> like, it's like, like this that was it right right yeah and right. then and then once again wild being the old man at the end just another like yeah no this was just like another guy who yeah made a desperate a deal dude. to be a terrible thing afterwards which is like i don't know i feel like mira like shows so many different forms of selfishness right because mm-hmm. like you kind of have like almost an immature selfishness like with charlotte and then you have like selfishness that literally affects like hundreds of people mm-hmm. like the shit with wild where he's like yeah, I want to be a monster and do whatever the fuck I want, and that includes like ruining people's lives for mm-hmm. ending now entire bloodlines because I want yeah. to. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting yeah. to see like so many different forms of it in one place. Exactly. Like everybody's. Different. That's why. Like you know, you kind of wonder what Zod's motivation was. You kind of wonder. Yeah. You know what Skull Knights was like. He sacrificed an entire like civilization, basically. Yeah. Um, or community rather, and. Um, you know, wild. We don't know what he sacrificed, but he got what he wanted out of it, which, from what we saw, I mean, he's weaker than Zod. We know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, even if he wasn't injured, I think Zod could have taken his ass out as fast as he wanted to, because yeah. he obviously, like, I think I said this, like, a few minutes ago, but, like, obviously, the sa- the bigger the sacrifice, the stronger you probably are oh, in the point. scheme of things. But, yeah. That's a really good point. I wonder if that does build, like, a hierarchy, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. you have, like, you have, like, the Count and who sacrificed, like, the wife and, like, all the, like, other worshippers, I guess. Yes, yeah, for, I like, think lack so. of a better term. So he was, like, pretty strong. But then, like, Wild was strong, too. So it just kind of becomes, like, what did he sacrifice? What did he sacrifice? Yeah, and, ha- to, like, and how strong is level. he? Yeah, how strong is he compared to so-and-so? Yeah, no, yeah. And, it, and it becomes a little more clear, I think, later as we keep reading. Hopefully, yeah. at least, is what, I'm trying, what I mean to say. But, yeah, no. Yeah. Good, good uh, chapters though. Good, good shit. shit. Yeah. Slash. It's so good. It's yes. such. I feel yeah. like, and this is again why I'm sad we only really got like that anime rendition of like Tower Arc and all of that because like it's so fucking good and like mm-hmm. I wish it could be like rendered well outside of. I I wish, I wish they would do another. Try with Berserk. And give it to either a company that can do 3D animation or, like, someone who can draw it and give it justice. But not do Golden Age again. Yeah. We don't need Golden Age again. I know y'all aren't going to do Lost Children, so just go right into, like, stuff leading up to the Tower arc. I'm not holding my breath for Lost Children. I think it's one of the most fucked up, but also one of the most, like, poignant arcs that we've gotten. Yeah. Honestly, it made me cry. (laughs) It's really good. Yeah, no, and and sorry if you're jumping in right now. We just cut a bunch of spoiler stuff out, oh, but yeah. um, basically, I what we were talking about is Berserk needs. I think Berserk needs anime made 
starting at an arc that we start after this one. So the Lost Children mm-hmm. arc, right? Because where we're at right now in Berserk, I'm not going to lie, as somebody who's read ahead, the Golden Age is just set up. Like, the entire Golden Age is literally just set up. Because the story and the storytelling and story beats and everything pick way up after this. Like, things mm-hmm. start happening, like, really fast. Like, it's not as deliberate and, like, we're not on a chase scene for six chapters like we've been right right now right yeah. and i feel like that's what i like about berserk's pace is that like it does it's it deliberate it's not like it's this it takes is like its time yeah. yeah it takes its time with some things and then once to speed things up it speeds it up so mm-hmm. um no very happy with these chapters um and i'm more excited to see like these next few chapters kick off because then we get to the eclipse and then we're probably going to take a small break from berserk at the very least we'll probably still record episodes but yeah. We need to we need to take a break from Berserk because of the eclipse. So, yeah, that's at least We're like a small break. We're gonna be after that. One. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's it's a lot, but, um, but we'll still probably do some like bunny trails or something. At least we've talked about yeah. this before. We'll do something. Uh, we're we're not intending to take like several mini hiatuses. It just keeps <laughs> like happening, unfortunately. Yeah. Both of us have a lot of our schedules have both been very like tossed up. Uh, either because of like a lot more job responsibilities or like having to find a new job or yeah. whatever. A lot both of things our, happening. Both of us have a lot of stuff on our plates right now, and we're really glad that you guys are still sticking with us through it. We really appreciate yeah. like your support and like reading you guys' comments and getting to interact with you guys. Yeah. Um, it's always a pleasure, and I'm glad we're finally getting to the eclipse, even though like. I have a love-hate relationship with the Eclipse now that I've experienced it, like, mm. four different times. Because I yeah. think I've read it three times now, and then I've watched it once. Um, so it's just kind of like, right, okay. Um, yeah. We're getting to it. But I yeah. I will be... I'm glad we're getting to it. I will be glad when it's done. And I'll be glad when we can, like, really talk about some of the upcoming stuff uh, yeah. post-Eclipse. Because... I'm so excited. I think this is really, like, where a lot of people like me and Cheval also, like, stop knowing anything. Mm-hmm. Where it was just kind of like, oh, this is all new information to me. I don't yes. know this. Because no one talks about it, really. Despite yes. it needing to be talked about. It's really it's good like, shit. But I understand now wanting to spoil, so. Yeah. I don't it, know. It, it, to put it in context for people, it's like if people, like, if you, like, your basic anime fan like me. It's like if people didn't talk about Dragon Ball Z past, like, the Frieza saga. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like if nothing happened after that, that's kind of how I've seen Berserk. I don't see anything past Golden Age, uh, past Eclipse, personally, okay. until I started reading it, I didn't see anything past Eclipse, yeah. I didn't see most things about any of that shit. So I think that where Berserk media needs to go is like explore more of that shit, because I feel like I get it. That's probably the dropping off point for a lot of people. Where it's probably did shock a lot of people, but like, we're a couple decades, we're a few decades into this, um comics like lifespan we can start focusing on other parts right and like even other series that have fallen victim to that have moved past it right like people know attack on i don't know what people know attack on titan for but people know attack on titan (laughs) for more than the main character dying in the first two episodes right like i'm pretty sure people are are past that so i feel like this series is a much older series deserves that too so Mm -hmm. I, I think the Dragon Ball Z analogy is really good because it's like if nobody ever talked about 
the cell or the boo sagas yeah you know? and they're like, really they good left them. and of course people talk about them because cell's really fucking cool and boo's really fucking cool and there's mm. all this shit where you're like oh or like talk, not talking about like the tournament arcs or whatever in it yes. you know like it would be fucking insane if like a dragon ball z fan came up to you and just talked about stuff pre-frieza and then not yeah. like all the frieza stuff that happens later anything else mm-hmm. like and I get, like, not wanting to overwhelm people, but I really think that, like, there are certain things where it would be nice if I could be like, hey, there's, like, it's really rough, but there's, like, a whole, like, fairy plot line in this. And yes. there's, like, a whole, like, crusades, like, plot mini, line mini going crusade. on. A lot of criticisms of religion and shit. Like, there's, yeah, like, a lot, of a lot of shit in there. So much to unpack and so much to look at from like different points of views, uh, and you yeah. like see, aha, yeah, that's a, that's a um, but, um, yeah, it's just there's there's so much more in it, and I'm so excited to like finally get to those points with you guys now that I've read it because before I was like, I don't know, like nobody talks about this, but people still say it's good, so maybe mm. I'll get to that point and like feel some kind of way about it, and then I got to it and I was like. Oh, the way oh, I feel is, great. like, people should talk about it because, yeah. like, I don't know. And I think Lost Children is going to be a hard one for a lot of people. I know that was, like, a lot of people's dropping off point, like, right after the it's eclipse. Cause of, it, it's because it deals with kids. Like, yeah. any, a lot and of stuff to do with children, I understand that. It's, there's a yeah. scene where, like, I get why that yeah. would be really off-putting, but also I think it... It... I don't think it's more or less off-putting than some other stuff in Berserk. So it's it's like it's like there's things in Berserk that like I get why he did it and it is disturbing. Yeah. But that's where I, I like I'm like I'm like I understand that's disturbing, but I also get why he put because I know exactly what panel you're, there's a specific panel. You know exactly what I'm talking like, about. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> it's it's awful. I think about it yeah. randomly and I'm like Jesus Christ, and. But it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, like you said, I think we've seen worse at this point. It's just that, yeah. like, it's also very, like, and, yeah, yeah, it's very, like, I off-putting. Think, I think it's, like, the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of people. Because if you're going, like, without breaks, like, from eclipse, or pre-eclipse to eclipse mm-hmm. to that, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And, yeah. like, I took a break after finishing eclipse and then continued on into... The other things I think I had a little more mental fortitude, but also like the story surrounding it. It's kind of like how I feel about Wild, where like I get the purpose and like I even kind of respect yes, the purpose. Yeah. That's what and I, I mean. Really, yeah. I really like the story that <laughs> that one panel is like nestled in. You know. Yes. Yeah. And, there's, it, and that's the thing is it's like it's one of those things where it's like yes, it's shocking, but like he does. Mm-hmm. There is a point to it. Like it's yeah, not like a lot of other weird shit. It doesn't feel as pointless as some of the other things, even though yeah. I didn't like it, if that makes sense. Like, and I'm not going to defend it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, that was it, fine, because it wasn't. But, like, I'm also, like, I, I get sort of the merit of it being there, even if I didn't like it. Yeah. But it could have been different. Um, yes, yeah. Kind of like I feel about Wild, so... I don't know. There's just, man, there's so much stuff I want to talk about that I can't talk about yet because we got to get through Eclipse. But once we do, 
I'm not gonna shut up um, because there's yes. so much. There's so there's much a lot to talk about. Up. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've learned to grow big appreciation for Berserk reading this and just seeing where a lot of other manga, I, where why I expect more out of some other manga is just you know. It's not just art style. It's not just, you know, good paneling and stuff. It's like, how are you developing these characters over time? And Berserk is knocking mm-hmm. it out of the park. So, yeah, yeah, no, looking forward to that stuff. Um, let me think. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to say about Berserk. Um, yeah, I think I'm yeah. also good on that. Um, I'm not sure how many chapters we'll cover next time, but we are coming up on the eclipse. So we're probably going to start, try to keep up like three chapters or so. Yeah, just to, just to get it there. Especially because a lot of these chapters leading up are like closer in time. Like for instance, yeah. I said earlier that we hadn't seen Charlotte in a while. It's only been twelve hours, but it's been it's like, like fifteen day. chapters. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. been a lot of chapters since we've last seen Charlotte. The so chase was very long, and like I get why it was long because you had all the wild stuff. But I was also just kind of like, we're still doing this, and that's why Chaval mm-hmm. and I also were kind of like, and we're fighting for most of this chapter. Hmm. So we're going to talk about Casca's feelings because that's really all there is to like talk about at this point. And yep. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do appreciate those moments because it gives us time to like reflect on some other stuff and to like look back on things that have happened before. But also I'm excited to get into like more content to talk about like we did today, like yes. actual feelings and uh, motivations and stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm excited I yes. love human interaction. Um, yes, it, it's so. it's just good because like this is like I get why people see like these these mediums like manga and gaming and stuff that's like sometimes stereotyped as like not having good stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I understand like this is why people who do see shitty stories happen get very like defensive because they're like we can do it well we've seen yeah. it done well before. Stop yeah. making bad like you know, character development and story choices when, you know, yeah. it comes to these things. So, no, I love moments like this. So very happy to keep reading Zerk um, yes. and talking bullshit. So, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're always going to be talking bullshit, but yeah. <laughs> that is all the bullshit we have for today. I think. Yes. yes I, th- I think that might actually be enough. Um, yeah, no. So this has been episode 39. We're all, we're going to be on 40 next time. Um, of, uh, let's unpack that. You can catch mm-hmm. us on G- at Gmail on at we're unpacking it at gmail dot com. You can catch us on Twitter at uh, let's underscore unpack underscore it. Um, we honestly, yeah, I post updates every time there. So if we are like taking a hiatus or something actually crazy's happened, check there. Mm-hmm. If we just haven't posted in a week, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, we might just miss that week sometimes. So yeah, <laughs> just, sometimes just, it's yeah. just we try to update you, but also. Um... <laughs> Both of us hate social media. Honestly. Yeah, like for real, for real. Like yeah. both of us sincerely hate it, even though it was like my job for a little while. I think that probably it's made me hate job. it more. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's very much Jamal's job, so yeah. he's tired of it too. So it's not um, that we're trying to keep you guys in the dark. It's just that we're both going through stuff, and the idea of doing social media on top of that sometimes is just kind of like, yeah. Nope. Maybe, yeah, no, um, that's not so. going to happen. No, yeah, but expect, just, you know, check them there for us there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we'll check our YouTube. on Instagram, too, yeah. Yes, yes, we update on Instagram as well. Check our YouTube for the video episodes there if you don't want to mm-hmm. watch them on Spotify. Um, but, yeah, no, um, thanks for tuning in to episode 39. Expect another Bunny Trails. I don't know what we're going to make this one out of. There's a lot of 
cut and stuff, so I'm not gonna make a prediction yeah, this time. Yeah, intro had a but, lot. <laughs> yeah, so we'll there's plenty. <laughs> there's plenty to go through, but um, no, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning up to episode uh, 39, and we will see you guys again in a couple weeks. Bye. See you.